Hi, my name's Matt, and this is a podcast about life after the coronavirus vaccine. Welcome to episode 50. I was scrolling through TikTok last week and found myself watching a video about a building in, I think, San Diego, a high-rise skyscraper that, despite being newly built, is already starting to slowly sink. At the time, I didn't even tap like on it, making it nearly impossible to find again, though it did grab my attention at the time as I sat almost mindlessly watching as the creator meticulously explained why this building was sinking. The foundations were the usual type, and despite some great detail about the various layers of rock and mud underneath, the issue turned out to be that the building didn't have enough basement layers. You see, apparently the further down a tall building goes underground, the more stable it is because the ground to the sides of the building adds stability. The example the creator used was to hold a pen out in front of you. If you pinch it at the bottom with your finger and thumb, it stands up just fine, but it is far less stable than if you grab and hold it with a full fist. This was the problem with this building. I scrolled on and went about my day. Later that morning I was running, and as I often do, no headphones, just letting my mind wander. And I was thinking about that video, and I remember it hitting me. Like pure emotion and feeling. That building was me. I couldn't explain why, I couldn't think why, at least not at the time, but I felt it was true. I took note of the feeling and decided I would take it to therapy with me later that week. So I did, and I had a chance to talk about it and try to figure out why that metaphor resonated so strongly with me. Talking about this with my therapist was great. First, it was a nice chance to build some trust. And no, I'm not going to be laughed off the phone when I bring up TikTok videos about skyscrapers. Although we did both have a good laugh at how underinformed we were to be able to take a structural engineering metaphor any further. And secondly, it raised a really good question. My therapist asked me, are your foundations weak or are you not sure they're strong? Because they're very different things. I paused and thought carefully and added, I'm not sure they're strong enough. We unpacked this a little and the metaphor moved on. It was icy that day and my therapist pointed out that when we slip on ice, we don't question our ability to walk. We take it as a sign that the conditions have changed. Feeling our foundations are not strong enough might be a sign of the conditions, not sign the foundations are failing. It led me to think about how my foundations may feel weaker because the conditions have changed. 
partly because we're all still in this strange, not yet maybe post-pandemic stage of life, where things we relied on were taken away, then intermittently given back without the kind of predictability or reliability that makes them supportive. Partly for me, because some of the challenging things that have come up in life and work, not least of all losing my dear friend Emma last year. Things that have caused me to wobble, to slip on some life ice. But also, as I talked about in my resolutions episode, I feel like this year may need some big changes, or at least some big choices about where change is needed. To be able to make big change, we need to pull up some roots. We may need to lift up off old foundations and set back down on new ones. And so it may well be that this instability I'm feeling is a very natural, if temporary, part of that process. It may also be the other way round. Because I'm feeling unstable, I'm reading that as the need to up and move. But either way, some time is needed to figure that out, work out what to move, when and how. In the meantime, I realised it's time to rebuild and strengthen my foundations. Ones that will see me through staying still or moving on. Ones that reflect what I have learnt over the past two years and more. Ones that will not be perfect, but have at least stood the test of time so far. Because whilst past performance is no guarantee of success, it is the strongest indicator we have. So I have spent some time this week thinking about my foundations. And I would love to know what you think. I'm actually on a little social media break at the moment, so email would be great. Hi at lifeaftervax.com And I would love to hear your foundations. They may be ideas or people or things. Whatever they are for you. Like I said earlier, This whole thing hit me as a feeling much more than a thought. So whilst I've tried, and it has taken some real work to be able to do so, to articulate this idea in words, they feel very insufficient to capture the whole feeling of it. So I'm really open to hearing if this feels right for you and how you manage to turn your foundations into words. My four foundations. Number one, you are loved and accepted. Number two, you have what it takes to have what it takes. Number three, you have a good internal compass and in the right conditions can trust what it is telling you. And number four, Trust other people will tell you what they think, but not always with words. The first, you are loved and accepted. I actually wrote last and almost didn't include. 
it felt a little soft. But the more I think about it, the more I feel it's the most important. Love and acceptance of vital experiences. From others, yes, but also from ourselves. To remind myself I'm okay by me. To remind myself that I know others love me and accept me. In the past, in the present and into the future too. It's quite simply foundational. The second, you have what it takes to have what it takes, sounds like a bit of a mouthful and like it has too many words. In the face of huge and new challenges, I never found the idea of you have what it takes very comforting. Because whilst I accept and love myself as I am, I also know I very often don't have what it takes. At least, not yet. But I have found, over my past 37 years on this planet, that I do have the ability to learn and grow and take on new challenges, not because I have it all on lock right now, but because I have the potential for more. The third, you have a good internal compass and in the right conditions can trust what it is telling you. I initially struggled with, but the more I think about it, the more I sit comfortably with it. The truth is No matter how much we learn or grow, we'll never have all the information or all the answers. In the end, we have to do best to do right by ourselves. And if this trickier start to 2022 has shown me anything, it's that actually I should listen to my internal compass a little more. It sometimes needs a little time and a little space to let me know where I'm going, or if I'm happy with the choices I'm making, but I'm still here. And you know what? If it's guided me so far, then I can trust it as much as I can trust anything. Sure, it needs some calibration sometimes, and that is where number four comes in. Number four, trust other people will tell you what they think, but not always with words is an acknowledgement that we need other people to keep our internal compass in check. All behaviour is communication, they say, and so it sometimes takes a little extra reading. But the people around us will tell us what they think one way or another. The challenge comes in being able to give the greatest weight to the opinions we trust and value most. I'm on a bit of a social media break at the moment, partly because I found it very hard to keep perspective on whose opinion matters most in the algorithmic timelines and endless scrolling of social media apps. It's a topic I want to return to because I've been listening to the Johan Hari audiobook Stolen Focus, so I have more to say that won't fit this week. But the challenge of keeping number four in balance leads me on to what? I've been doing next. Now I've at least made an attempt at articulating my foundations. I've been thinking about what I might need to do to help keep them strong, addressing any imbalances or weaknesses I can see, or just making them more suitable for the conditions ahead. I have three. One, 
take time to remind yourself of foundations one to three. Two, create the conditions you need to read your internal compass. And three, find people you admire and trust. Ask more what they think and then give it greater weight. Taking time to accept things as they are, to accept who we are, to be okay with whatever it is we're going through is really important. To me, that is what the first two ambitions are about. It's about creating space where I can feel more secure in myself and my judgments. I have to be honest, therapy is also really helping me to do that by giving me some dedicated space for thinking and talking in an honest and judgment-free way. It is helping me to accept things about myself and it's also giving me time and space to check my internal compass. I was listening to a podcast this week, My Ambialics Breakdown, and they were talking about how plants with deep roots don't fear the wind. A beautiful metaphor, and one which inevitably leads to the question, how do we grow deep roots? Their best answer was this, compassion. Compassion for ourselves and for others allows us to grow deep roots. Building our capacity for compassion takes committed practice, helping make compassion the place we go to first. It takes time, but the more we do it, the stronger our roots become. That, for me, is what reminding myself of my foundations is all about and also the place where I can more easily read my own internal compass. The third ambition, finding people I admire and trust, asking more what they think and then giving it greater weight, I think needs a little more hands-on practical work. It needs me to find people at work and in life who I admire and trust I'm really lucky to have many of them already, particularly in life. But I need to actively seek out more, particularly at work. And even with people whose opinions I really value and trust, what they think can so easily be lost in the noise of others, particularly online and particularly in the world of remote work. It has left me feeling out of balance and I need to redress that balance. Actively seeking out and then giving proper weight to the opinions of people I know have my best interests at heart. I've already been doing a little of this this week and it has already started to help. More is to come. As I sit writing the end of this episode, It feels important, for myself at least, to have articulated all of this, imperfect and imprecise as it may be. You might not be feeling like I have felt, feeling unstable on your feet and questioning your foundations. But if you have, then perhaps thinking about your foundations will help and looking to see where they need some extra work stand up 
to changing conditions. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you've enjoyed it, you can follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your podcast player of choice. You can find the podcast on social media at Life After Vax, V-A-X, on Twitter and Instagram. And if you'd like to reach out for a more meaningful connection, you can drop me an email. Hi at LifeAfterVax.com. Until next time.